0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Uh, and we were expecting ten hostages, of course, to be released by Hamas this morning, as agreed with the government of Israel. However, we now understand that this has been delayed. And here to give us an update is Ruth Eglish, journalist based in Jerusalem. Ruth, no hostages until tomorrow. Uh, is that disappointing?
1: Yeah, I think there is a feeling of uh, disappointment and, uh, and of confusion. Um, there was suggestions yesterday that we might wake up this morning and hear uh, at least a, a list of, uh, of, of a few names, uh, particularly the children, that might be released, and now it seems like it's been put off another day. And I think people are just thinking, well, you know, will it be put off another day or will it just not happen at all?
0: Okay, so people are actually concerned about that. Do do we have, I suppose, any concrete information on on why it's been delayed until tomorrow?
1: I mean, from what I can see from the reports, it's... uh, um it's a holdup on the side of Hamas. Uh, the Qatari foreign ministry that has been negotiating the, um, the ceasefire and the release of the hostages sent a message, uh, in the through in the middle of the night to the Israeli, uh, side saying that there's a holdup with Hamas, a logistical holdup, but it's unclear what exactly that that is or what that means. OK, so
0: significant worries, then, I presume, on the Israeli side. Um, with regard to the mood in, in Israel at the moment around the war, obviously there, there is a big push and many protests to get the hostages released. But does Israelis, do Israelis rather ordinary Israelis, still have an appetite to go back and continue the war after this four-day truce, after it finishes, if, if it goes ahead, as we're hearing?
1: Well, both Prime Minister Netanyahu and Defence Minister Yoav Gallant uh, released statements yesterday and they had a press conference in the evening saying that uh, this war is not over, that they will continue, that they're not going to stop until they wipe out Hamas or at least wipe out Hamas's ability to attack Israel again like they did on October 7th.
0: Okay uh, and that's what the government is saying but with regard to the mood uh, among Israelis do you think that there is an appetite for for digging in and and, and a longer term
1: war here I I think you know people are exhausted here war is never fun uh but I think uh, people realize that they can't that Israel cannot exist as long as Hamas exists. And I think that that is really the bottom line here. I mean, there's more than uh, 250,000 Israelis who have been forced to leave their homes in Israel. They're staying in hotels and with family and in different places around the country. And at least half of those cannot go back to where they were living before and less the threat uh, has been removed. And that threat comes from Hamas.
0: We are hearing... Ruth, it's uh, 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 difficult to verify reports out of Gaza, but that there have been some pushback against Hamas from ordinary Palestinians within Gaza and protests there. Do you have any information on that?
1: I mean, I've seen uh, you know the same things. It's very hard to get reports out of Gaza. I think a lot of the Journalists who were reporting from there, a lot of the local journalists have either left or have been killed themselves in airstrikes and in different events. So it's very hard to get information. Okay. But yes, I have seen, uh, you know, video clips on social media of, uh, of ordinary people pushing back against Hamas and trying and and also you know cursing them and and blaming them for this uh for this situation and very lastly you know the world is
0: watching this conflict and much of the world is appalled at the humanitarian crisis within Gaza and at the number of Palestinians over 13,000 now who have been killed that's notwithstanding the abhorrence of the brutal attack on Israel by Hamas on the 7th of October but is there any real uh, movement or, or, or sympathy for, for, the, for the humanitarian issues within Gaza happening inside Israel?
1: I think in Israel, people are obviously, everyone, it, like you said, is concerned about the humanitarian crisis. But I think there is a feeling in Israel that this is a war for survival. Um, and that Trump's everything. Like you said, the, the atrocities that were committed on October 7th are still very fresh in people's minds. It affected. A very broad swath of uh, Israeli society, not just the people that live in the southern area. You know, there was this big uh, music festival where more than three hundred yeah. people were were murdered, and thousands more were um, witnesses and survivors of that brutal attack. Include um, and and as, and as in addition to that, there were also I think three hundred and something soldiers who came from all over um, the country who were were killed on that day. Okay. So that is a very it's a you know very broad impact on israeli society
0: ruth Eglis, journalist based in jerusalem thank you for speaking to news talk breakfast news talk breakfast with kira kelly and shane coleman in association with air weekday mornings at seven
1: on news talk